Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of We Talk Photo. I am John Peterson, and with me as always is Mr. Jack Graham. How you doing, Jack? Another day, another pain in the neck. Yes, <laughs> well, another sunrise. I should clarify that, folks. John is not the pain in the neck. <laughs> I, I have this... I have this thing going on I, I, we talked about, and it it really affects my neck if I sit too long in one position. But I'm seeing the uh, I'm seeing a neurologist on Monday. I'm sure he'll look at at my head and tell me there's nothing there. Yeah, which most of everybody listening will agree. And uh, hopefully, I'll get a little bit more medication. And the other thing is, it's almost noon here in uh, in East Tennessee, as they say here, and uh, I'm due for another one of my little little white pills that get me through the next six hours. And a nap? No, 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 no. Oh, no. come on! No. no time for that today. Yep, yep. Today has to be here. Enough about me. Let's get on to our most interesting topic that. Yeah, well, well, today, folks, we don't on. have a guest. Jack and I were were talking recently and and uh, had a had a similar viewpoint about the state of the world, and we we kind of wanted to uh, to talk a little bit about that uh, with you, our beloved audience, and uh, and we'll just kind of see where this conversation goes. You know, it's uh, yeah. You know, Jack, I do, I do have to share uh, one. This might this might uh, support a little bit about what we're saying, but but I was, uh, you know, I gave a presentation last weekend up to the uh, Northwest Council Camera Clubs. Uh, unfortunately, you couldn't make it, so I stepped in and thank you for that. And and uh, one of the one of the lines I I gave. Uh, I'm sure, they would have had triply about a people. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know you're famous, yeah, but yeah. one of the lines I use to I, introduce I know Bill myself. He owns, he knows Joe McNally. So Listen, it's just the tree that goes down. So one of the lines I used was, as part of my bio to them, was uh, you know I've been doing this seriously for fifteen twenty years, and and uh, you know the first the first ten to fifteen years I've spent learning how to be a photographer. In the last five to six years, I've spent learning how to be an artist, and they're and to me they're two very different things, almost. Um, and and so that kind of supported the talks that I was given. But it's it's this inane desire to be a to be a, an artist that happens to communicate visually was yep. sort of my my platform that I stood on uh, last weekend during this presentation. So I use that as a as kind of an introduction to the topic that that we wanted to talk about today, which was kind of the the I don't know how to nicely say this, but the quality. Well, I, I of, think what we're trying to do is we're trying to come up with something that doesn't offend people, because <laughs> if anybody sits there and says that Jack Graham and John Peterson are the most accomplished photographers walking on this planet, they'd be 100% wrong. Right. And, um, you know, we, we are at times as guilty as anybody else in what we're going to talk about today. So please, you know, I mean, 
there are people who sit and tell you that they're the greatest landscape photographer in the world. And I won't mention any names, but they reside in Las Vegas. Um, but, you know, we're as guilty as this at times and anybody else. The difference between someone who holds a camera 300 and something days a year, uh, which I haven't been doing for reasons, which I will be doing hopefully soon, and the folks who um, post images on social media and elsewhere uh, and get out a couple times a month or a couple more than a couple times a month, maybe four or five times, is consistency. That's the only difference. We have people in our workshops doing great work. We mm -hmm. really do. And, 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 but the difference is consistency. But the main focus today is, you know, some people call what's going on in America, the dumbing down of America. And, and maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I, I, don't, I have some opinions, but that's not where we're at today. But it's just when I look at images that I'm seeing posted on uh, photographic websites um, elsewhere, and I see some being given comments about how wonderful they are. What the, the, I, I think we've we've really lowered the bar to a point, and I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna get myself in trouble. We'll probably get some comments. This is just my opinion. Uh, you know, John and I haven't really gotten deep into this. We'll get a little deeper. But man, I just see people accepting work that is is nice photographs and they're you know i see a lot of art as i say i don't see a lot of fine art sometimes in my own work i'm not alone yes yeah. so that's kind of what we want to talk yeah about. so it's really kind of the 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 acceptability and the increase in support of of lesser quality photographs if you will and you know kind of the dumbing down of photography and and i think we're we're getting less critical of photographs that we see and i think partly that's due to the just the sheer number of photographs i mean there's what three billion photographs taken every day and so you know just being inundated with far more visual media than we used to be means that we're going to see a lot more poor quality photographs. I mean, it's and, just and, kind of the way know, it and, is. And I don't think we're talking about the documentary photographs, the the shot of, the iconic shot of, uh, you know, wherever to show somebody where you were. It, it, it's not, I, I'm talking about things that are being passed off as art, fine art photos that are just not, not, not there, you know? Um, and, 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 and again, yeah. folks, art, art is subjective. And so this is Jack's opinion. This is my opinion, but, uh, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the things that go into fine art photographs are the same things that went into all the other more classical arts as painting, sculpture, pastels, you know, it, it's, 
it there's there's some basic things around art um, that have been accepted for many 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 hundreds if not thousands of years and and just the quality that's that we're seeing being passed off is not as good as it used to be yeah yep and you know it, it, it just I, I think that we tell our, our our clients and I'm sure there's some probably some workshop leaders that listen to this podcast that probably do the same thing and if you don't I would do it that you know that you need to be your own worst critic and some people are not not maybe not there yet to to be able to separate their own feelings about their own work uh in order to get to that point where they can look at an image and say no i'm not going to process this because i screwed this up this is just i can't if you dress the pig up, it's still a pig, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that that was kind of a key point for me that you just said, Jack. It was just separating the emotional investment in the image from the critical evaluation of the image. You know, we go to these beautiful places and we have so much emotional and financial investment in in these trips that we take that um, it's it's hard to step away from that and look at your own photographs critically and really be your harshest critic. But but I will add to that too, it's, it's be your harshest critic up to the point of a learning opportunity. The minute you start beating yourself up, then you've gone too far. Yeah, I agree with that. And, I, you know, and I tend to do that. And I tend to do that because... You know, my background for many years was in the music business. And where I lived, the uh, local 802 union book had, I don't know, maybe about 500 working trumpet players in it. And man, you had to be good. You had to, you had to practice. You had to, you had to get to a point where, you know, you were being called. And if you were being called, you weren't making money. And, 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 Man, if you if you practice and you kept nailing something incorrectly, man, you just you you just you beat yourself up, and it's not a good thing to do. I'm a lot better than I used to be about it, but um, you know, I mean, I, my wife would tell you that I'd come home from a workshop, and if we didn't have great light, if I didn't deliver, I think figured I'd delivered the light. Yeah. Well, you know. You know, if the clients didn't get what I saw in this location once in 20 visits, then I said, you know, I was, I was, I was beating myself up. I said, I didn't, I didn't bring them that time that it could have been. And, 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 you know, I quit doing that because I, I can't obviously control that. But when you look at your photographs, as time goes on, you'll become better about it figuring out what is and then again I'm not talking about you know a pretty picture there's a as a guy tells us all the time there's so many pretty pictures around there's so many pretty pictures don't always you know correspond into a fine art photograph 
no and i'm you know i'm fine taking pretty pictures as well myself i i i will take pretty pictures to say you know what i was here it was great but let me ask you a question yeah in your mind what is a fine art photograph about that maybe we ought to define that well um i'll i'll i i will back up and and it's it. going to mean different things to different people. Oh, it will. It will. One of the definitions that I tend to like is that it is a photograph that has been envisioned, executed technically well, and represents and shows a the viewpoint or the interpretation of the artist about what they're experiencing and seeing. Perfect. And it, you know, it, any any definition of art contains an element of the artist in it. And, you know, when we go to places like Snake River Overlook, uh, Mesa Arch, you know. You, you go to those. There's, there's, there's these places where, you know, there's, there's tripod holes worn into the ground. And, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful landscape, pretty picture. But there's no art in it because there's no very little way to interpret it or inject yourself as the artist into this photograph. Yeah, so, no, I, I would totally agree. I would totally agree. And, you know, and again, it means different things to different people. Um, but it's something that, uh, and, and maybe it's something that not everybody agrees on either because they could they could look at an image and say well you know i really love this image and it is technically done well there's really nothing incorrect about this image but i like it and most people don't and, and that's okay i mean i you know i'm, I'm on this Mahler kick i'm listening to a lot of gustav Mahler. he's a composer um in the late 1800s and early 1900s and you know he he was a nutcase. He didn't care what anybody thought about his work. He wrote symphonies, John, that went an hour and a half. Yeah, he didn't care. And 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 he's now been wrecking. In fact, this work wasn't played. He was ostracized. It wasn't played for years. And then he was brought back by people, and 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 now he's considered a genius. And is and that's fine art music, if you will. Well, I mean, let me let me ask you, Jack. Though, I mean, if if a photograph is a, is exceptionally well done technically, is that art? Can be. You could you could take a fine art picture of a can of soup. Well, is it is is? I guess my question though is is technical mastery the only requirement for a fine no. art photograph? No, no. I think there has to be. I think there has to be something in a photograph that if you line 10 people up, that 10 people will see maybe up to 10 different interpretations of, of that of that image and see different things and feel different things. And, and you know, and, and, and I think it has to there has to be some some I don't mean technical depth, but some depth in interpretation that leads you to want to look at something for more than three, three seconds. You know, how many people have looked through photo books? Remember those photo books? <laughs> and you flip over and you go, that's nice, that's nice, that's nice. And you come to one and you go, oh, my God, 
Look at that image. Yeah. That's an amazing thing. The image in back of me, I've been to that location a, a, a dozen times. You know, we, we were so fortunate to get there in the worst weather and it cleared for half an hour late in the day to get that light. And man, it is, it, 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 if you just got out of the, the, the car and snapped it to get the thing. And, you know, I wasn't sure that I got what I wanted until I looked, got back and looked at it because it was such a fleeting moment. And I was, I was very fortunate to be there in that light. Mm-hmm. But to take a photograph without putting any thought into it. And I remember being there. I said, I may not get this shot because I need to think about this. And it's going to take me a few minutes to think about where I want to stand, how high I want to be, what I want to put in, what I don't want to put in, what I want to talk about in this photograph. And I could have missed it. And if I missed it, it would have been okay. You know, at the time, I would have been angry. Now I would just say, it's okay. I sort of like... But, you know, so much goes into it. And I'm going to tell you that, you know, most of the people that have seen this photograph have given me different views of what they see in it that I didn't even have. It was, and that's, that's what I think the fine art is. And again, not everything I do or John does or anybody does is going to be at that level. You know, maybe you get three or four a year. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I get, I honestly get probably three to six a year that I'm really, truly proud of that reflect my artistic skill. You know, and that, and that's the thing I was, I was having this discussion the other day with somebody about there's, there's photographs that are, um, uh, satisfying externally uh, people like them they show well you know great great attention those are those to me are the pretty pictures but then there's photographs that are artistically satisfying for me as an artist and those are the ones that I'm most proud of throughout the year and those typically are not the most popular and the most whatever and that, and I'm okay with that because they satisfy my artistic desires, correct? And they showcase my vision, my interpretation, my technical skill, uh, all of those things combined to 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 come together into this into this photograph that tells a story. It it represents a subject. It it uh, is about a concept or something that is my unique vision on the world. And those are the ones I'm most proud of as an artist. Well, I think maybe a good thing to do before we uh, get too long-winded on this is just briefly talk about what causes mediocrity in photography. And I think a lot of it, there's a lot of people who take photographs to impress other people on social media you know uh social media has been a big issue for a lot of things in our society it's i know people who i I don't i don't really spend any time on social media anymore it may cost me business i still want to deal with it i know people john who you know they're politically opposed that have 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 lost their friendship because of social media um 
I think that when people take photographs, come home, process them and go, oh, look at, look at it. I'm going to put this up on Facebook to see how many likes I get. And there's a lot of people who do this. A lot of people will never admit that they do it, but they do it. Mm-hmm. And every 15 minutes, they're running back to see how many likes they got. They're looking, running back to see. You know, I do a YouTube channel on jazz vinyl or on, on music on vinyl and some digital. And, you know, I just hit a thousand subscribers. And you know how I found that out? Somebody sent me a congratulations. If you made <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I knew I was up somewhere. I don't look at that because I don't do it to see how many. I do it because it's fun. Right. And, and I want to put some content that has some value for people on there. But I think social media, man, it's become, you know, it's become, uh, you know, I was at a printer. You were there not with me, John, but the same printer. And I was looking at some of the work that people were having printed, and I'm going, my God. I mean, this is, you know, and listen, if you're all out having fun and doing it, and the other thing we need to, I think, put in context is not everyone wants to or needs to be a fine art photographer. Great point. That's okay. Yep. How many people go to workshops and they don't want to become, you know, they don't want to become a professional photographer. They want they, they want to pick up some tips and tricks so that when they're not with a workshop leader on their own, they remember, oh, John told me to do this, and now I'm going to do this, and I'm going to make a better photograph. Not everybody needs to be Ansel Adams. No. But, Sorry. but I will say that about, a lot of the... Let me revise that. Not everybody needs to be Meyer White. There you go. But, you know, people come, a lot of people come on workshops because they want to get better. They want to pick, as you said, they want to pick up those tips and tricks. So they're on their own journey of of growth photographically. And I think our basic point still applies is that, is that even if you don't want to be a fine art photographer, constantly improving your own photography and not settling for mediocrity is you know if you're pursuing a, a hobby or a passion you always want to get better and and we have this we have this competing force of I want to get better but it's so easy to get away with crappy photos these days but I think people I think people are trying to I think there's a lot of people not everybody certainly and maybe not even the majority but there's a certain amount of people who want to be out there to impress their buddies. And so well, just, yeah. wow, what a great photograph. And there are people who are telling them how great they are. They, they can't even spell photography. They're not ph- photographers. They, they, they're saying, yes, yeah, it's a nice picture. And that's, and that's great. Yeah. And it's okay to be in that category. Just don't, don't put up a website that says fine art prints. And I look at the stuff and I go, okay. Next, yeah, and I'm Next. sure you know what you'll all look at my website and John's website, and you know you'll say, well, you know, not all of this is great, and not all of it is great. No, but I'll tell you what, I probably have, I don't know, maybe a hundred images up on my website. I'm going to tell you that probably ten of them are really good. Mm-hmm. Maybe fifteen. I don't know, and, and, and that's okay. But you know. 
I just see, I see a lot of things changing, and maybe it's because I'm old, not not uh, not John's age anymore. <laughs> and, and I'm not trying to be cynical. Might sound cynical. I see a lot of things in our society that are becoming accepted. That 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 I think overlaps to photography. Yeah. Um, you know, I look at, God forbid, I look at Taylor Swift. I couldn't name one tune of Taylor Swift's side. And if I heard her on a radio, I probably wouldn't even know it's her. But I know the name because it's all over the place. Okay, in 25 years, where is Taylor Swift going to be other than very rich and hopefully healthy and living a great life? That's about it. That's about it. Yep. That's about it. Yep. But we still yep. listen to we still listen to Louis Armstrong, and we still listen to Mahler, and there are photographers that a lot of people who listen to this recording probably don't even know. Guy Tal just did a great article on his website, and I'm not going to talk. I want you all to go to his blog and read it. It's about a photographer who nobody knows about, who was the influence for Paul Strand and Stieglitz. And he was a teacher in New York. And you know what? I didn't know who he was hmm. until I read Guy's article. Okay? So, I mean, we, we don't know who Edward Weston is. We don't know who some of these other people are. And, and these are, believe me, not everything they did was fine art. But what, what we could study and look at and what is available by guys like like Guy Tal and 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 uh, Andy Mumford, who we had on last week, and 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 most of the other people we've had in this podcast, they are fine art photographers. Okay, I, I guess maybe I, I I made enough enemies here. Nobody will ever want to do a <laughs> yeah. So so I, and I believe you. I don't mean that. I'm just trying to. Get everybody think a little bit. And, yeah, and think and, and don't settle for mediocrity, you know, and be self-critical um, to the point where you're learning from it. But, you know, no matter what journey you're on, it's it's your journey and you get to say what's right or wrong, uh, ultimately. But I think we just, out, we just encourage you to... Keep taking photographs, man. Keep yeah. getting out and enjoying yourself yeah. and have fun. And, and and no, it's okay to not need to be an art wolf or you know a Michael Gordon or a Guy Tao or any of the other great people that we 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 love their work. You know, it's it's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's all good. Yeah. All right, so I think we beat that horse uh, into the ground, Jack. Thank you very much for for uh, for having the conversation around that topic. Yeah, I, I get it. I hope I didn't get anybody angry. Well, you know, they say opinion uh, opinions are like belly buttons. Everybody's got one. But please remember, it, not everything that we we do. Not every image is a fine art image until we evaluate it. Yep. And, and and I mean evaluate it before you take it and understand what you're doing and go through that process. And 
I, I, I get a, maybe a selfish advertisement. John and I and some other great workshop leaders can tell to teach you all. We can teach you this. You can learn how to do it. I don't think you can learn how to do it on YouTube. Yep. I don't think you can learn how to do it even by reading books. I think you have to get out and you have to see in person how people go about their life in photography. I really do. And that's another podcast for a different time. Maybe we ought to get Guy on and Michael and a bunch of good workshop leaders on and talk about workshops. Yeah, good idea. Why not? Why not? All right. So with that, folks, thank you all for listening and stay tuned for another great episode coming up. And if you have any questions, comments, uh, hate mail, send it to wetalkphoto at gmail.com. Send it to John Peterson's email address. Yeah, wetalkphoto at gmail.com. And I'll forward them on to Jack, of course. Yeah. All right, folks. Have a great day. In my former career. Yep. (laughs) See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.